Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Good morning, and welcome to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Gene Wilhelm. Uh, Today is Wednesday, April 14th, and it is the Feast of St. Tassoc, and we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, Well, let's talk about him right now. St. Tassoc, his big claim to fame is that he gave last rites to St. Patrick, and uh, he was an artisan. Uh, he's one of Patrick's early uh, convert, converts and disciples, and he made crosiers, patents, and chalices for for uh, for Patrick. And he became bishop of a name in Ireland who, that my non-Gaelic tongue cannot pronounce, and Thaddeus is eternally grateful for that. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Thaddeus. Yeah, we're happy that you didn't try to pronounce Gaelic on the air. Um, we don't need it to sound like you're, uh, you know, expiating. <laughs> Expector, expectorating. Expectorating? Well, on, I'm not yeah, doing On that. the air. Why don't we do the... the uh, St. Tassach, please pray, pray for us. us. Yes. Uh, and I'd ask you to pray for us, too. We've had some diff- technical difficulties here in the studio. I hope that you all can hear us. Uh, and But we uh, just... Lord, you know the situation, and you know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the year of St. Joseph, so let's do the St. Joseph's prayer. Indeed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O blessed Joseph, faithful guardian of my Redeemer, Jesus Christ, protector of your chaste spouse, the Virgin Mother of God, I choose you this day to be my special patron and advocate, and I firmly resolve to honor you all the days of my life. Therefore, I humbly call on you to receive me as your adopted child, to instruct me in every doubt, to comfort me in every affliction, to obtain from me all the knowledge and love of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and finally, to defend and protect me at the hour of my death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This month, I'd like to talk about St. Joseph as the one that gave Jesus a profession and the training to do that profession as a carpenter. Hey, yeah. Uh, so uh, fathers don't always do that. I mean, none of my children fil- followed in my footsteps. I was an IT professional when I was working. Thank God none of them went into that. Uh, but, uh, yes, well, the, the calls at two in the morning aren't very fun. No, I bet they're not. No. I bet they're so, not. So anyway, but he gave him a profession, and Jesus was known as the carpenter's son. And, and you know, um, so uh, Jesus was was a carpenter till he was 30 and began his, his uh, public ministry. And fathers, you just don't know what all you can do uh, to, to, to help your children in those particular times. Uh, later on in the program, we're going to have a couple of guests, and they're going to talk about a particular thing that's coming up on Father's Day, uh, dedication to St. Joseph for all the fathers, and we'll talk about that. And we have on the line with us today, too, Robin Waters, our station manager for KYAR in the Waco Lorena West area. Hello, Robin. Hello, Gene. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. Good morning, well. Robin. And you've got a, an Good event morning, that's coming up there that you'd like to talk about a little bit? I would. Uh, on May 1st, there's an event taking place here in West. It's organized by 
a young West lady. Her name is Marissa Kapovic. She is a junior at Bishop Lewis Riker Catholic High School. And Marissa has a calling to help our wounded warriors, uh, our veterans who have been hurt in action. And she is has put together a 5K. It's called the Helping a Hero 5K. As I said, it's going to take place on May the 1st here in West at the St. Mary's Sports Facility. It's going to start at 8.30 a.m. And all the funds that are raised from that are going to go to help a, a veteran. Her name is Corporal Sue Downs, and she was severely injured by a landmine while serving our country in Afghanistan. So they're going to build an adapted home for her that fits all of her needs so that she can uh, can uh, you know live a good and uh, comfortable life. And uh, if you wanted to, to sign up for that, you can go to... Helping a Hero Patriots Day 5K. Just uh, just Google search that. Helping a Hero Patriots Day 5K, and you'll see a link to RunSignUp.com. You click on that, and you can go and sign up to uh, to run this 5K. Now, one interesting thing about this is, as I said, this event takes place May 1st at the St. Mary's Sports Facility in West, but they're also having a virtual 5K that's running this whole month. Now, for me, that's the best thing. Virtual 5K. Does you don't that, have to run it. Does that mean that you could sit in your chair with your bag of potato chips? What is a virtual 5K? Tell us more about that. It's, that sounds I interesting. Think you just think about it really deeply. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but you sign up for the race the same way from that link at Helping a Hero Patriots Day 5K. And like I said, in my condition, 5K uh, in real life, I could possibly walk it. Walkers are also welcome. That's one thing I want to make okay. sure I tell you. Runners and walkers are welcome. And But I just ask that you please help Marissa uh, to show our appreciation for Corporal Downs and her service and sacrifice to her nation by building her new home. Help her to live a good, comfortable life. She's she's really sacrificed to, uh, to, uh, to protect our country, and, and she deserves that. Give uh, us the website again was, one more time. You just Google search Helping a Hero Patriots Day 5K. When you Google that, you'll see a link that says runsignup.com. Okay. Click on that, and it'll go directly to the sign-up for that particular race. So that the, 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 the virtual thing uh, allows all the people in all three of our listening areas to participate in this. Uh, not only K, absolutely. Not only KYAR ninety eight point three in your area, but and KEDC ninety eight point or at, pardon me, 88.5 here in the Bryan College Station area, as well as KINF 107.9 in the Palestine area. And it sounds like yeah, a very absolutely. very good thing, and this must be an amazing young lady that's organizing this. She is. I, I, I know her fairly well. She actually went to St. Mary's uh, Catholic School here in the West before she went to uh, Bishop Lewis Rocker Catholic High School. So I've, I don't know her really, really well, but I've always seen her and her family, and she— She's a very good young woman and uh, just has a heart for helping these uh, these wounded warriors. In fact, from what her mom and dad were telling me, she's really had a calling for this since she was like seven or eight years old is when she first started really getting interested in this. Uh, so, so, yeah, I just ask folks to please go to, uh, to please Google search Helping a Hero Patriots Day 5K and sign up to either run it on May 1st here in West or to uh, do it virtually like me. Uh, so that you don't have to sweat 
and uh, you still have the, the wounded warrior. The uh, thing about the call is in, it's interesting. Uh, I'm in a men's group that meets here at St. Mary's at 7 o'clock on Wednesday mornings, and we're doing Jacques Philippe's book, Call to Life. And one of the things he talks about is it's you're, that the call is something that's a continuous thing in your life. And uh, so he can call you early, he can call you late, but he probably has been calling you all your life. It's just a matter of when you listen and respond. So each of us probably has an opportunity to do something, maybe not as outstanding as uh, this young lady, but really something outstanding in somebody's life. And that sometimes that's just saying hello to somebody. Absolutely. Just letting them know that you care. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else going on in the, the Waco West area that we should talk about? Uh, I don't really have any events. We've had some over the last several weeks that have already uh, completed, but uh, one thing that I just will throw out there to our listeners, uh, a major project that uh, that we're working on this year is KYAR is coming up on its fifth year anniversary, and uh, so we purchased the station about five years ago, and we still have a considerable amount of debt, and because of that, we're, we're really going to put together a debt reduction campaign that's going to start this summer. We've already actually met with all the priests in our deanery at their deanery meeting, to kind of get their buy-in and and ask that if we could come and make parish presentations. So just a heads up to uh, all the listeners that, uh, uh, one, we're going to be coming out to their parishes at some time over the summer to uh, to present to them a, uh, a plan that and ask them for pledges to help us get rid of this debt so that uh, KYAR will be secured, it will be here for the long term, and then we'll have the We'll have the funds that uh, we use to pay that the principal and interest on our loan to help uh, grow the apostolate, to help evangelize the faith. So that's an important thing that I'm spending a lot of time on right now. It sounds like an excellent opportunity for people to pay attention and see what the face is that goes with the voice that they hear so frequently. Absolutely. Wanted to let you know, Robin, that uh, I just signed up for that virtual 5k with you dude so i'm gonna be virtually awesome. 5king it with you now i guess you could run it on your own you know uh just you, that way you wouldn't have to show up in west on may 1st you could run it i think what i'll do is i'll get but, my kids to run it uh, okay well thank you so much robin appreciate your bringing us up today on the events that are happening there in the central texas area We've got another event that's happening here in the Bryan College Station area that's coming up, and I'm going to let Thaddeus talk about that because he's a little bit more familiar with it than I am, and it's over at St. Thomas Aquinas, and I believe it starts tomorrow evening. It does, Gene. It is called The Search. It is a video series and uh, in-person group discussion starting at St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church tomorrow night, 7 p.m. through May 27th, every Thursday in their Parish Activity Center. There's also a Wednesday morning Zoom session uh, if you can't be out at night. So, like, I know your wife doesn't like you to be out at night, so you can be a part of that Zoom session on Wednesday mornings. Only when there's a full moon, she doesn't want that to happen. (laughs) Werewolf Gene over here. Um, But, yeah, this is a great series from uh, the Augustine Institute and Formed. Um, and what's been really neat about St. Thomas Aquinas's uh, efforts is they have been putting out blasts about this, not only on Red Sea Catholic Radio, but on 
uh, Peace 107, the local Christian radio station. You said you even heard an uh, info about it on WTAW, yes. the news radio, talk radio show um, station. So they're really trying to draw in um, people of all stripes, of all walks of life, and that's actually what this particular series is designed to do. Is it, It's designed to get people thinking about and considering the big questions like, why is there life at all? What is the meaning of life? Where did I come from? Where did where does the world in which I live come from? Um, so it's really pitched at the most basic questions. Yeah, all of us are looking for something. Even those of us who think they found something mm-hmm. are always looking for more, aren't they? Thaddeus? Yeah, and some of us are, are looking for um, happiness in all the all the wrong places. Yes, yes, that's that's seems that's a song. Isn't I think it? at some time it was a song. Song, yes, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, definitely go check out the. Um, uh, the search at stabcs.org slash the search, and you can register there to be a part of it and, um, you know, tell your friends about it. Sounds like a really good program. It does. Uh, I've heard I've heard the commercials or the public service announcements both here and on some secular stations, so I, I, yeah, I know that uh, St. Thomas is putting a lot of effort into this. Yeah, and also at the end of uh, last month, you probably heard um, – Suzanne Leggett and John Pachi come on with Judy Como. They are with Central Texas uh, Catholic Charities, and they're going to be having a Giving Day event at the end of this month, April 29th, uh, at their Bryan facility, drive-through giving event, um, from 7.30 in the morning to 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, Bishop Vasquez is going to come down and be at that event, and they really... Uh, are wanting everyone in the area to to participate, drive through, give to Central Texas Catholic Charities, and we'll be uh, having them back on the next two weeks in the first part of the show to tell you more about it. But just start putting that on your calendars, folks, and and prayerfully uh, discerning what you can do to participate in that giving day, April 29th. That's great. And so one more thing I think we need to talk about is that the Easter season continues until Pentecost Sunday, correct? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Yes. And uh, I am really looking forward to Pentecost Sunday. I do every year to, uh, just to uh, – I just feel as though the Spirit is coming to me fresh and, you know, I I need a refill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's an excellent opportunity to do that. It's the birthday of the church. It's the birthday of the church. So the other thing I would say to you folks, we just we got a couple of seconds here. Uh, if you didn't haven't had a chance to do it, listen to Father Chris Smith's homily for Holy Thursday here. Go to Aggie Catholic Homilies and listen. We'll be back right after a break. Uh, this is Red Sea Roundup, and I appreciate so much that you are available to listen to us today. Thank you. We pardon me. Welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Gene Wilhelm. Uh, we've got a full house today. Uh, Dennis Maka is in the studio with me, and Thaddeus Romanski, and I've got on the phone two gentlemen who are with the uh, 
Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. I've got Robert Tunmeyer, who's in Waco, and Kevin O'Brien. I believe you said you're in Milwaukee. Is that right, Kevin? That's right. Okay. So good to have you two here. Uh, I'm going to remind our listeners that you're listening on one of three stations, if, uh, if you're hearing me. One of those is KEDC 98, or I did that earlier, 88.5 FM in Bryan College Station, KYAR 98.3 in Central Texas, and KINF 107.9 in Palestine. Give us a call if you'd like to talk to these gentlemen. The, we're going to have a good conversation here. You can call us at 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. Gentlemen, it is so good to have you. We talked last week, and uh, I'm, I'm so interested, interested in what you're doing. We've had on our program, my program here, I've had uh, both uh, Mike Kelly, who is on your board of directors? I, is, no, is he, is he on the board of directors? He's one of your regional um, leads, and I've also had Dennis Daniel, who's with the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. So I'm glad to have you here. And when Great we talk, uh, we when we talked last week, you made a point again that this is a ministry to men, not a men's ministry. That you, yeah. So, you know, the, if I ask the average person that's involved in some form of ministry of men in their parish, they'll, I ask, well, how, how many men are in your ministry? And they'll count up the number of people that are showing, the men that are showing up every week, and they go, oh, we have 10, we have 20, or whatever the number might be. And the reality is every Catholic man in North America is part of our ministry. Every man in your parish is part of your ministry. That's why we say ministry to men, not men's ministry. Well, what's the difference between those two? Uh... Sure. So, you know, when you think of men's ministry, it's this little group. It's this collective little thing that, that is happening and it tends to be a little bit exclusive, if you will. And when you change it to ministry to men, it's inclusive. Okay. So tell and us, men, yeah, Gina. And I, oh, go ahead, Robert. Go ahead. Yeah, in men, if you make something, you know, you know, exclusive, that it's only a little thing here. Men aren't going to. Men don't men you wouldn't make it inclusive for all men. Okay. And, I, yeah, and Gene, I would just add to that, you know, one of the things that we do, uh, I shouldn't say we don't do well, is we don't outreach. I mean, one of the great commands of, of Christ, uh, he said to go out to all the world and preach the good news. So when you look at this idea of uh, ministering to men, we have a duty. It, it literally is under this umbrella of duty an obligation uh, to follow Christ, to follow our Lord into that. Because let me tell you, I, 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 and I know we all feel this way, because <laughs> that's why we're doing what we're doing, is I walk around, uh, I lead a, a big men's ministry up here, as well as a, a company, and I see men walking around in spiritual rags. So this, this uh, ministry to men is a command from God. It's a spiritual and temporal work of mercy to bring them back because they need 
help. And that's one of the things that we want to do. We want to help our men live out their heroic vocation uh, as a Catholic father, as a Catholic man, to grow in holiness and to grow in virtue. Well, that's exactly. that's a big job, isn't it? Because there's so many men that, that just don't have an idea that, that they count or they're struggling with various things. And so this ministry is to help men who are struggling, right? Or maybe they're okay, but there's there's still things that they need. Well, what, what, it, it's about helping all our Catholic men to help them live out their Catholic faith in whatever vocation God has called them to. That, that, that can be a, a priest, it can be a deacon, it can be a father, it, it can be any vocation. Every man has a God task. And what we want to do is help men understand that God task and help them live it out in a very real and powerful men, because it's a simple, simple premise. And I get crazy about this. Strengthen the man, strengthen the family, strengthen the family, strengthen the church, strengthen the church, fix the culture. Yeah, that's that's hey, Gene, just to just to go with what Robert said on this, this is great. You know, a lot of guys will show me the data, right? Here's a data point that we use a lot in in the ministry is ninety-three percent of the moms and the children will follow the father if he leads them. And that's the key word, that action oriented. So I think a lot of men, they need guidance, they need coaching, and the world is trying to take them away. And even now, further isolating them, We're, that's not who we are. We, are, we want to build this band of brothers so that we stick together, we, unito, we unify to fight the culture of death that's out there and to bring in and reign in this culture of life, of goodness, of happiness and joy that we offer as Catholic Christians, right? In all of our Christians, we say Catholic Christian because we want to share this fullness of God's faith to all of our, our Christian brothers, right? So I just think that's something for us to, to really embrace. And when you do, guess what happens? Um, meaning gives uh, suffering, or I should say uh, purpose gives meaning to suffering, right? This idea is that the suffering we go through by embracing the cross becomes like, wow, you, you look through a new lens, and in the suffering that you're, you're, you're in right now, you will actually be willing and able to to, to pick up that cross because your conviction tank is full. So I'm going to, to struggle through whatever I'm struggling through. I'm going to do this because my end goal is ultimately heaven. And I want to bring as many people with me as I possibly can. Okay. Well, tell me the Catholic, the Catholic men's leadership Alliance is reasonably new. Is it not in its current form? Yes. It's uh we actually, started talking about it. And I, I've, I've known Kevin now for almost 20 years now. And we met in Ministry to Men and have spent a lot of time uh, on Ministry to Men uh, on a local level and somewhat on a national level. And a group of started talking in early 2018 because we it became so evident that something has to be done about ministry to men in our Catholic church. And we started talking about it. Uh, 
and said, okay, let's bring a group of men together. And uh, a group of us met, about 65 of us, in June of 2018. With, frankly, not really a clear agenda, but more of to find out what the Holy Spirit was, was asking us, calling us to do. And it became very, very evident in that meeting that it was time to form an organization to help bring ministry to men in every diocese in North America and beyond. And it, you have gone yeah. beyond. You've got uh, you got somebody that's in charge of Canada, and then don't you have some other people, some other men that are oh, taking yeah, the, in, the, the, yeah. your lead uh, uh, in other countries? Singapore, um, uh, Poland, and Guam. Just you know, it's it's uh, it's rapidly expanding, and so we created a charter. And, uh, you know, and, and when you think about, you know, how, how do you do this? One thing that is very important in ministry to men is we need to get men gathering on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. It's about forming deep, real relationships. When men do that, amazing things happen. And, you know, currently there's probably ministry to men going in, going on in about 25% of the diocese in America and Canada. And our objective is to get ministry to men going in every diocese in North America and beyond. Great. That means there are men gathering on a weekly basis in the individual parishes. That's great. Yeah, you know, Gina, I, I would, it just, it, it's, just, it's such a, an awesome vision in regards to where we want to go. And this idea, as Robert said, forming deep relationships. What are we talking about? Friendship, right? And what do you need to build friendship? You need time. And, and not only the, the relationships to be formed, but creating an environment that men can be literally nurtured, right? And trained, trained in what? Human virtue. You know, we're not disembodied spirits. We need to come together. It's like going to your, you know, your spiritual gym, having, a, you know, these brothers with you to walk along and also to, you know, have this sense of accountability. Iron sharpens iron. And we want to create the, this, this experience in these environments that allow men to grow in their faith because there's so many things that are pulling them away probably like never in the history of the world. So we really need to have intentionality about what we're doing and how we move forward. And, you know, the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance is just, it's such a great thing because not only are we working towards individual men, but one of the other things that we've found is that our leaders, these guys like Robert and others that have this heart to help, there is no one, there is no unifying force in the Catholic Church. And one of the things that we want to do is bring that and give them coaching and help and support to actually lead their people. So in a sense of almost in the train the shepherds, so this top-down approach, but also individually, specifically with uh, the new website we just launched, heroicmen.com, which is another individual resource. So it's a resource for individual guys, but also a resource for uh, our leaders that are out there. Okay. I'm going to interrupt for just a second to remind our listeners that they are listening to Red Sea Roundup 
on KEDC 88.5 FM in Bryan College Station, uh, KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas, uh, the Waco Loreta area, and KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. And if you'd like to talk with our guests today, uh, Robert Tunmeyer and Kevin O'Brien about men's ministry, our ministry to men, pardon me, uh, you can reach us at 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. And now, one of the things uh, it sounds like is that the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance came about because there were all these individual efforts going on out there, and everybody had a little of this, a little of that, a little of something else. And there was really no central place to pull it all together to get these resources out where men could use them. Yeah, everybody was out there reinventing the wheel uh, in every form or fashion. You know, how do we how do we get ministry to men going in our diocese, our parish? How do we put on a conference? And so, what we wanted to do is bring the best resources, the best practices to the men to make it easy for them. Uh, You know, the easier you can make it for the men to do ministry to men, the greater the results are going to be. Now, when I say easy, let me clarify. Ministry to men is not an easy thing, but we wanted to bring the resources to make it easy for them so they don't have to figure it out, don't reinvent the wheel, so they can focus on executing, not creating and figuring it out. That's great. Uh, and one of those resources is heroic men. And that, that is those of you who uh, maybe have, have a formed account will know, recognize some of the things that you see on heroic men. But it, it brings about a lot of other things, including one that's very dear to my heart, which is Capon's men, since I went to Capon High School. And... Uh, so there's just so much there that's available on the Heroic Men website. Yeah, Heroic Men came about. Um, we we knew that we needed to have an electronic platform. Um, our core is the Catholic Leadership Alliance. The Heroic Men is really the electronic platform to bring the best ministry to men programs out there. And we were very blessed to be able to partner with the Augustan Institute to uh, create this platform. We launched it last October and we have, and our goal was to, to take one of the best ministries to men out there today. Like if you want to get a ministry to men going in a parish, that man is you, based out of Houston, Texas, is one of the leading ways to do that. They have everything put together, um, you know, but that's not necessarily right for everybody. You have search on there. You have Exodus 90. You have, I mean, just all the best of ministry to men. And what we wanted to do is knock down the silos and bring it together under one platform and collaborate with all the ministries to men. So it's all right there. 
And people can see this. Uh, uh, I believe it's heroicmen.org. Is it? Not, uh, is that that right? I don't remember the website. Heroicmen.com. Com. And and it's and it's free, by the way. But you do have to sign up. You have to sign up. Yeah. Okay. Now, the, how about the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance? What is that website? That is Catholic Men Leaders Leaders dot org. Okay. CatholicMenLeaders.org, or you can just uh, do a web search for Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance and for Heroic Men if you don't remember all of this. Yes. Okay, so you've got an event coming up on Father's Day of this year, correct? A big event. Yeah. Kevin, I'll hand that one to you, brother. Oh. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'll be glad to, to, to take the baton. Um, you know, one of the things, too, you know, just back to, you know, adding some more commentary to what Robert just said so well, you know, there's a there's a quote, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, right? And this idea of, of really providing that resource to help men move ahead. I think so many guys have the heart to, to engage, but they're just like, oh, I have this goal to do this, but they just don't know how. And really that is, we are now becoming the mechanism to help them do that. And you mentioned Heroic Men, the social uh, media platform, to, to provide that convenience where guys can go quickly look at it and then also expand it out at a local level. Now, one of the things that we want to do uh, is start this, you know, bringing men together, feet on the street, boots on the ground. We started a Catholic Father's Day procession. So one of the things that we always talk about is loving God to our deeds. So not only do we say it, but we do it. And we also want to, as I've been talking a little bit about this unity, we, we want to unite our Christian brothers under the uniter, which of course is Christ. So, you know, we know this and we've, we've read this in scripture, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand, right? This, a house divided will be destroyed. So Christ has told us, he's commanded us to go out, to go to, into the world, to go into our communities, uh, to our, our cities and throughout our country. And we're going to do that. And one of the ways that we're doing that is to actually have these Eucharistic processions all over the diocese. And uh, in every diocese throughout the country, that's our goal. I mean, we've got, we dream big dreams, and we, we want to make this happen over uh, Father's Day weekend to be a witness to others, right? And it's just such a powerful thing when you, you want to honor God, being, bringing that light into the darkness of our culture, and then we want to strengthen fathers in that noble vocation by them leading. When we talk about that 93% of the moms and the children will follow, if the father leads, we're creating this experience to help them lead their family. So it's not even in word, it's more in action. And then, of course, strengthen the, the family and fortify that uh, in this uh, powerful example, which is what we need in our society today, this Christian courage and really a witness to um, um, what family is, what fatherhood, motherhood, and what family is in its proper form. So, you know, if you could picture this, Gene, tens of thousands of people all over the country, you know, processing our Lord, right, being the beacons of life, picture all this grace flowing down, praying a rosary, right, uh, whether it's in the, di like, in a city or in a local neighborhood at a parish level, um, and then also doing a consecration uh, to Jesus through St. Joseph, right, so the year of St. Joseph, the year of our family, we're really trying to pack all of this stuff under this Catholic Father's Day and give men something to put on their calendar. So where does growing in your faith, where does witnessing your faith happen in your life? Let's pick, you know, the weekend. So for us here in, in Milwaukee, we're doing June 19th 
A lot of folks are going to use uh, June 20th for that date. We've also set up a website uh, for that as well so we could plug and play. So, again, making it simple, it's catholicfathersday.com, that they can go in there. There's a playbook on how to do it. There's uh, flyer information. Anything that you need is there to help you. So not only do you have the resources, again, you hear that consistent theme, but you also have somebody to help mentor you uh, if you have questions, et cetera. It sounds like it's something that, that that's basically plug and play. You get your pastor involved or your bishop involved and uh, go with it. Absolutely. And the interesting thing, we're working with, this is really exciting from a, a bishop's perspective. So we're working with, uh, you know, Bishop uh, Cousins uh, out of or uh, yeah, out of the Minneapolis area. He's the chairman of the USCCB uh, on evangelization and catechesis. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, this is such a great way." Again, going back to this unified, bringing us together, uh, and un- uniting both the laity as well as the bishops under Christ. I think one of the things that realism of what we talk about. We're, I mean, we're not afraid to address real issues. There has been this divide between the laity and the bishops. And of course, us uh, with Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance, Heroic Men, Catholic Fathers Day, we want to bring us together. Because again, a house divided can't stand. Great. And again, that website is Catholic Father's Day. Catholic, yep, dot com. Dot com. All right. And it's not too late to start, guys. And uh, I'm going to remind every one of our listeners again that you are listening to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Gene Wilhelm. And this week, I have Robert Tunmeyer and Kevin O'Brien, who with the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. And you are listening on one of three stations, or maybe you're streaming from redsearadio.org, and that is KEDC 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley, KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas, or KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. Now, both of you men have been involved in men's ministry for quite a while. Robert, your your story is rather interesting how you got involved because you were not Catholic at one point in time. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I uh, actually was not even a Christian. Uh, I was baptized February 28, 1999, here in Waco, Texas, in an evangelical church. And uh, started my journey, and shortly after being baptized, a good friend of mine um, mentioned to me, he invited me to come and hear this uh, guy speak at Columbus Avenue Baptist Church. And the gentleman's name was Patrick Morley. He wrote a book oh, yes. called Man. Wrote a book called Man in the Mirror, and. Um, I went down and heard him speak, and it really, really touched me. And Pat has, uh, and his team have the leading ministry of men uh, in the Protestant world, uh, in the world, actually, for ministry to men. And Pat and I became very close, and that's really where I learned ministry to men. And uh, I'm actually on, on their board um, uh, because Pat is about reaching all men, all Christian men. And so uh, I don't have time to tell you the whole story, but ultimately I uh, became Catholic 
in October of 2004. And shortly after becoming Catholic, it became very, very evident to me that there was no ministry to men really going on in the Austin Diocese. And in fall of 2005, I had the opportunity, my wife and I had the opportunity to have dinner with then Bishop Amon of the Austin Diocese. And being the person that I am, I went down there and my legal pad and explained to him how there's no ministry men going and what needs to happen. And he said, go do it, Robert. <laughs> and so um, that really wasn't what I was expecting. Um, and but so got together with some men here in Central Texas. And on in June of 2006, we actually launched the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men uh, with the support of Bishop Amon. And over that time, we've uh, had 11 annual men's mass uh, in the Austin Diocese. We have uh, deanery leads in all the deaneries and in the diocese. We're coming up on our ninth annual men's conference on July 10th. And there's a virtual uh, option for that, too, isn't there? Uh, yes, it's, it's a virtual so, option. Uh, having attended Why? one or two of these, I know it's well worth the effort. So those of you who may be listening in the boonies somewhere or across the country, it's an opportunity for you to hear some really good speakers. Absolutely. If you want to be there live, it's going to be at St. Williams in Round Rock, Texas. Great, great facility. They're so gracious to, to host us a lot of times. And it's going to be an incredible event. And we have, you know, ministry men going in 43 parishes in, in the Austin Diocese now. And uh, we have a full-time executive, sorry, a part-time executive director, uh, Dennis Daniel, who you've met. And so it's, uh, it's you know, it's interesting because it's, there's a common model of how to do that. Um, Kevin up in Milwaukee, uh, men of Christ up there. I mean, it's it's a very simple, straightforward model that's not real complicated to do. And that's really what we've done in the Austin Diocese, and that's what the goal is to have happening in every diocese. Now, Kevin, your story is a little bit different. Uh, you came to men's ministry through uh, various things, and you spend a little bit of time being a professional football player. Yeah, Gene, you know, you, you look back. So I grew up Catholic, right? Irish Catholic. Dad, you know, he was from Ireland. So just kind of, we did it. Uh, and of course, I grew up in a time um, when it was, I called it the Barney love, right? We, did, we weren't taught what we believed or why we believed what we believed. So, of course, I just drifted away, you know, going to college. Uh, as I grew, I, I guess, grew, I had always had a love for Christ, right, and a love for, for God. But I just kind of drifted, you know, as I got bigger and stronger and, and really put more of my focus into sport, uh, specifically football, and then going into college and playing college football, uh, I just kind of went away. And actually, it was entering into uh, the, you know, going into the NFL and that experience because, you know, I was just so full of fear in the sense of, oh, my gosh, am I good enough? Can I do it? And interesting enough, and it is amazing uh, that my brother was discerning a vocation to the priesthood. You know, we weren't a very pious family. So for how that happened, a lot of prayers from our, our grandparents, I bet, 
But uh, so went through, and then in that journey, I literally somewhat left the Catholic faith as well and was just like, what's the big deal? And I, I would just do these Bible studies with, with, our, with my Protestant brothers that were on the team and just built, built friendship. And at the time, I was dating, of course, my girlfriend, now wife, and she's a German Catholic, right? Eight girls in her family. And I remember asking her, I said, would you marry me if I wasn't Catholic? Now, she had in her family two priests, and she grew up like I did, didn't really know the faith. And uh, she said, I, I, don't, I don't think so. And then I, I, you know, I'm like, well, what's the big deal? And we just started battling back and forth. And one of the things that was amazing in this conversation, in this grinding it out and trying to understand, uh, I still had these scales on my, my, uh, on my eyes. I just couldn't get it. And it was literally my brother who him and I got into this big argument over the life issue. And he said, you know what your problem is? And I'm like, no, what? You need to go to confession. And when I entered into that sacrament, being away from it for 15, 16, 17 years, uh, and I did that, and I was, of course, nervous to do that because I had to, you know, confess some doozies, um, the scales fell off. And I just came in, and I, I just was all in. Uh, literally, I, at that time, I was in sales, so listening to tapes, you know, cassette tapes on the faith, and just grew from that. And then a lot like Robert, I, I was just asked, why don't you come help us? And we, at the conference, the men's conference out in Worcester, Wisconsin, or Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, uh, a Monsignor asked me to participate, and I did it. And I just saw the power of bringing men together. And then from there, I moved to, to Milwaukee and brought this idea, and we formed a wonderful uh, apostolate called Men of Christ, which is really outreaching to men. And, you know, that's kind of how Robert and I, ended up getting connected. And, you know, the more I, I learn about the, the Catholic faith and what we have, the, just the more in love I become with it. And it's just the beauty of what God has given us. And I just have this desire to, to share it with as many people uh, as I possibly can, because it's so good. It's just so helpful. And, and you're not, you two aren't the only uh, uh, people on the board of directors. There are a couple of other people that are probably as outgoing as you two are, or more so. And, and most both of them have uh, clerical titles that I'm aware of. Yeah, we, we have quite a board. There's seven of us on the board, um, two clerical titles. Uh, very blessed to have Father Larry Richards on our board. He keep, keeps us spiritually really, really on the right track. Um, and then uh, Deacon Harold Brooks-Sivers who is in charge of our spiritual action, uh, committee, actually. Um, and they're a blessing to be connected with. And then we have, have Matthew Kristoff. We have Pat Mortley. We have Sean Lynn from Canada. We have Matthew Strub, who kind of keeps us, you know, organized. Um, let's see. Did I miss someone, Kevin? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, and then Chris yeah. and a couple other guys. Yeah, we have a Chris Lopez is the person that manages the Heroic Men platform and our website. And then uh, effective January 1, Bill uh, Moyer uh, came on full time with us as our uh, director of operations, which is really working with men on the ground. And then we have uh, Mike Lennon, who's on the development side. 
and another gentleman that works with Chris, um, Paul, out in California. So by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit, the last three years, all that has taken place with Catherine's Leadership Alliance is really, really amazing. And uh, we know God's hands on it. It's, uh, it's a big task, and it's a process, not an event, and it's going to take years to accomplish the mission of getting ministermen going in every diocese in North America and beyond. But, um, you know, it's got to be done. It's yes. got to be done. Uh, again, I would like to uh, remind our listeners that they're listening to Red Sea Roundup uh, on the Red Sea Radio Network. That's KEDC 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley, KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas, KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. And if you'd like to talk to us or have a question for either Robert or Kevin, you can call us at 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. All right. Now, so we've got we got somebody that's listening either directly to us or there's a wife or somebody's uh, got a brother-in-law in Boise, Idaho or someplace, and the, the brother-in-law is flound you know it's there's not a whole lot going on in his parish and he wants to get something started what does he do or what how do they go about this now yeah so they can uh go to the website send us an email and uh, learn learn more and we will then send that email to the regional leaders the catholic church in in america is broken up into 14 regions and we have regional leaders in each region and building out the state leaders now. And uh, so that will go to the regional leader. He'll reach out to the state leader if there's a state leader. Or if we have ministry going on in that diocese, which he is aware of, um, we will put that person in touch with that diocese ministry to men. Okay. Um, and just I, I know there we have have a great leader Travis up there in uh, Boise Idaho that they do a, a conference every year up there so just reach out to us and um, you know we'll 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 put them in touch with the right people and if there's not ministries that have been going in a diocese this person's reaching out to us may be the person that's the conduit of help getting that diocese moving okay now one of the things that we talked about last week was that that personal invitation, and, and I don't know which one of you gave the story about uh, being involved with PT the lectern. That was Kevin. Okay, Kevin, will you would you recount what that's all about and why this personal invitation is and how this story happened? So we're talking about you know just the you know the tap on the shoulder, right? I think that's one of the things. I think that's where you're going, Gina, yes. on, and what we had talked about. And it's so important because one of the things that we we have to realize uh, is in what I've personally experienced in trying to train men on outreach is there's an uncomfortableness. So you know, per the the question you asked and what Robert had given you as an answer, what we're here to do is is walk with you because the, what I have found is guys this initial they have, again, the heart to do it, but they're like, I don't know how to do it. And they become afraid. And then those demons of doubt start playing their head. Ah, oh, you you're not good enough. Look at yourself, right? No, 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 no. You can do this. 
And not only can you do this, you can do it extremely well. And also, by the way, you're not alone. So this idea of tapping people, meaning the personal invite, our model and what, what Robert just laid out is literally, if you want to use business terms, a sales model. And what do I mean? It, it is like we talked about at the beginning of the call, boots on the ground, feet on the street. It is personal one-on-one. -on -one, and it's in that personal invite. Hey, Gene, I just want to personally invite you to come to our, our men's group. Hey, Gene, just want to personally invite you to the upcoming uh, Men of Christ Conference. We'd love to have you. We've got a great group of men that are coming out, right? That excitement and that energy and just that simple personal invite can save a soul. And I think sometimes we don't realize the magnitude. The other thing is God works through secondary cause. Who is that? You and I. We're his hands. We're his feet. We're his voice. He doesn't magically appear. He sends the Holy Spirit. And if we're willing to, we have a heart open for it to not to push away fear and to personally invite our friend, our neighbor, our father, whoever that is around us. It's amazing the goodness that happens. Look at Robert, right? Look at he's a great example. I'm a great example of that. And many men that we know that are out there really doing this, we're personally invited into this. So that's one of the things that we want to help men with, to get comfortable with it and to give them the, the, the know-how and also just a sense of, hey, you can do it. Well, let's talk about PT and how, how you did that with one particular person. Now, who's P? I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. There, you, you, somebody about a lector. Uh, it was a lector that, you, that somebody got involved with. That oh, 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 okay. That was me. Sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, there was a young man. I, my parish here in Waco is uh, Sacred Heart. And my wife and I, Kitty, were at Saturday evening mass. And there's a young man uh, that was a lector. And, and uh, God put on my heart to, you know, go up and introduce myself to this, this young man. And so after mass, I went up and introduced myself and gave her my card and said, hey, look, you know, not sure, you know, where this will go, but we should get together and, and talk. And uh, didn't hear from him. And so a couple months went by and, and sometimes we go to Saturday, Saturday mass, sometimes Sunday. And uh, we were back at Saturday evening mass and the young man was reading that night. And so God, God made it very clear, go say hello to this young man again. So, um, I went up and said hello to him again. Said, "Hey, you know, I'm, you know, we met a couple months ago." And he says, "Yeah, I was going to call you, and I lost your card before I, I called you." I said, "Well, here's my card again. Let's get together and talk." And uh, so, ten minutes later, we're in the uh, truck on the way out, and he calls. And uh, fine young man, thirty-one years of age. Um, um, comes from a broken home, no real father figure. And so the last six months now, we've been meeting every month, mentoring him. And uh, that's what ministry to men is really about. Um, and anybody you know, can do that. I mean, you just have, yeah. you just have to have a, be a little bold at times. Yeah. And, uh, it's just amazing what happens when one Catholic man will take an interest in another. 
and just great things happen. That's what, that's what Kevin really means, tap someone on the shoulder. We've got about a little less than two minutes left. Uh, can we get about a minute and 30-second summary of what you think we should be – what we said or what, what do you want to finish up with the last 90 seconds? Kevin? Well, here's what I would say, especially for those that are out there like kind of in discernment, right? Never lose hope, right? Never lose hope in the future. I, I got that from Dr. Marco Maravelli. Said, he said, as a father, as a man, you never lose hope. And the one thing is the door to heaven and the key to paradise is really through this cross. So really look at your suffering in a new way by embracing the cross. And remember, God doesn't lose battles. So the greater the obstacles that we have, guess what's coming? The more abundant the grace. So enter into your Catholic experience and reach out to others because it is so joy-filled. You'll be amazed at what you can do. That's great. Anything you have to add, Robert, for about 30 seconds? Yeah, and I would say this to any man that is listening, any wife of a man, uh, you know, get involved. Um, That doesn't mean you have to lead, but get involved with a group of men on a weekly basis and you'll deepen your faith. You'll become a better Catholic, better. We've got to, I hate to interrupt you. We've got to go. Uh, this is Gene Wilhelm. You've been listening to Red Sea Roundup and remember when choosing between the values of heaven and the values of earth, always round up. Yeah.